Welcome to the Weight Solutions for Physicians podcast, the podcast that helps you find solutions for your weight concerns that will last a lifetime. You've got this. This podcast contains general educational information on weight loss for physicians. I am not providing medical advice and listening to this podcast does not create a physician-patient relationship. This podcast does not replace the need for consultation with a licensed professional and no information should be relied upon unless you have obtained specific advice or treatment from myself or another physician. Please review the terms and conditions located at www.weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca before continuing. Hey there, welcome to episode 199 of the Weight Solutions for Physicians podcast. I'm your host, Siobhan Key. Thank you so much for joining me. We are getting close to the 200th episode and I kind of can't believe it. Like when I think back to when I started this podcast, the idea that I'd eventually have 200 podcast episodes recorded is a bit of a mind blower. So stick with me next week. The episode is going to be answering really common questions and some of the questions you guys have sent in. So it's going to be a really good one. This week, what we are talking about is empowered food decisions. I talk a lot and I coach a lot around the concept that you are an adult and you are allowed to eat whatever you want. What I want to talk about in this podcast is how do you take that approach and make it so that it helps you stick to your healthy eating? So when I say that and we talk about being kind to yourself and your food decisions, for some of you, that's going to bring up this fear that you'll just go crazy around the food. You'll just eat it all if you tell yourself you can eat whatever you want. But there's some nuances to how you approach this to make it work for you and make it work better for you than maybe how you've been approaching your food choices before. So that's what we're talking about in today's podcast. I thought I'd give you the weekly tip, which is around love the food you eat. I've actually been recording some episodes, some reels and doing some more posts on Instagram, which by the way, guys, that's a big deal for me. I'm not, I view myself as not being that great on Instagram and I'm working on trying it. So if you don't already follow me, head over to Dr. Siobhan Key. So that's D-R-S-I-O-B-H-A-N-K-E-Y on Instagram and Facebook. And make sure you're following me because I'm working on upping my Instagram game. They may not be the, you know, most polished and professional appearing reels at this time, but I promise you what I'm working on is passing on some really good, easy tips that help you. And so spontaneity in weight loss is something that comes up a lot. And I think I'll probably record a whole podcast episode on it. But a brief tip is the way I approach this. I love spontaneity. I do not like planning way ahead in my entire life. Ask my mom every time she tries to plan something like days or weeks in advance, it creates angst in me. So I like to live kind of moment to moment. It's how I'm happiest. Now, when you take that plus, you have this concept that it's really helpful and beneficial to plan your food in advance if you're working on losing weight, those don't always feel like they jive. And throughout my own weight loss journey, what I had to do is figure out how do I make those jive? Because I wasn't willing to give up the spontaneity, but I also recognized that there were times I needed to plan. And a big piece of what I do to keep spontaneity is I don't always plan the exact thing I'm going to be eating, but I plan the general category that I will be eating. And so, for example, today, and I made a reel with this recipe in it 
today I decided after having my workout, you know what? I want that salad that I haven't made for a while. It's my shrimp and goat cheese salad with a lemon dill vinaigrette that I've created that is delicious. Like I could put that vinaigrette on a shoe and really, really love it and feel like I'm loving what I'm eating to lose weight. And when you put it on fresh greens, some shrimp, some goat cheese, some pecans, and some other vegetables, well, it's even better than when you're eating it on an old shoe. So I decided spontaneously that I was going to go just pick up the ingredients for it and have that as my lunch. So it allowed me the space to be like, oh yeah, let's do something different. I had the day off, I had time to do it, but it also kept what I was actually eating in the realm of foods that helped me manage my weight. I have no fears that eating that salad, even though it was so delicious and I enjoyed every minute of it, is going to negatively impact my weight. This is a key as you're working through your own weight loss journey. You have to find those recipes and those foods where you can eat them, love them, enjoy them, savor them, and not have to fear that they're going to be impacting your weight. Those foods are going to be different for everybody, but I can tell you the salad dressing, it works for many, many people. Who doesn't like lemon and who doesn't like dill? And it's just so good. And for those of you who are feeling like you don't have time to do that sort of thing, is just having something like a homemade salad dressing, which the salad dressing itself takes me about two minutes to put together. I always make a salad dressing in a mason jar. I always blend it with an immersion blender. And then it goes into the fridge as is. I put a label on it so I know when I made it. But having that salad in the fridge is a little bit like weight loss gold because what that is is it's a flavor-packed condiment that I can then put on anything. It can add flavor to anything I'm making that week. It is exciting when you have a lunch packed and you know there's a really good dressing in it where you're not just like kind of a want-want salad that you packed. You're like, that's going to be a good salad. That's a delicious dressing. I can't wait to lunch. And I wouldn't consider eating anything else for lunch. Having recipes like that, but then also giving yourself the space to sometimes decide exactly which recipe you're going to be making. Maybe the spontaneity comes from, you're like, okay, which dressing will I make for this week's salads? Maybe that's the spontaneity. You can find spontaneity wherever you want. It just may take a little bit more problem solving, experimentation, creativity to find the ways to fit the spontaneity that you might be craving into your weight loss journey in a successful manner. Because spontaneity doesn't help you if it's, I'm spontaneously deciding to go through the drive through right? That's not the type of spontaneity we want to foster. The spontaneity we can foster is, I'm spontaneously going to pick up fresh dill so I can make my delicious salad dressing and support my weight loss efforts. That's the type of spontaneity we're fostering. And we talk about this inside Thrive Academy for Physicians. We coach on this sort of stuff is it's not about making yourself do the things you don't want to do. Like if you have a huge amount of resistance to food journaling or planning your food, we can work around that. But also we could look at it and be like, okay, but then how can we, if you don't want to do that or you don't think you can fit into your life, how could we make it work? Um, So that's my tip of the week. Spontaneity can look different in everybody's life. And you can find ways of being spontaneous around your food, but also respecting your goals. It just might take a little more work and problem solving. Okay, let's talk about how you can be empowered in your food decisions. As I mentioned at the beginning, I talk a lot and I coach a lot around you as an adult can eat whatever food you want. 
I truly believe that holding that as a belief, as a truth in your life, makes it way easier to make the choices to eat healthy food, to make the choices that are going to help you get to your weight loss goals. I think anytime we decide we're not allowed to eat food, it's very disempowering and it makes us want it more. (laughs) If you just tell yourself you can never eat chips again, what do you want? You want chips, right? You start craving them and thinking about them all the time. If you see somebody eating something, you're like, oh, that looks really good, but I can't eat it. What happens? Do you feel satisfied with that choice? No, you feel this sense of craving, of longing, of unanswered want that ultimately probably is going to make you go eat that food at some point. So what we have to figure out is ways of addressing and thinking about our food choices that empower us. If you're making a food choice from an empowered place, you're far more likely to be making that choice with your long-term goals in mind. You're far less likely to be making it as a reactionary food choice. And even if you do, if you're making a food choice that may not help you long-term in your weight loss goals, if you're starting from the position of, I'm an adult, I can eat whatever food I want, you're more likely to then just move on and eat your healthy food next. But this comes up with the question of how do you do this? How do you hold this belief of I'm an adult, I can eat whatever food I want without ending going the other way where you end up really permissive, where you are eating all the food? And the answer is you need to have good reasons why you're not eating all the food. And I think this comes back to really the underlying reasons of why are you wanting to lose weight? And if you're wanting to lose weight, solely because you feel like there's something wrong with you because of your body weight, your body size, or your eating, that is going to be a difficult place to create empowerment from. I don't think that's a great place to lose weight from. I think if you're starting from a really negative place of trying to fix something wrong with you, it's going to be hard to actually be consistent enough to see the long-term results that you're wanting. What likely will happen is you'll get yourself going because you're frustrated with where you are. But then what will happen is you'll trip up at some point and you will beat yourself up and you will be mean and cruel and horrible to yourself about something that you ate, about the scale not moving, about being off plan for days or weeks or whatever. And it will make your life worse. Not because of something you ate, not because the scale didn't move, not because you've been off plan, it will make your life worse because of how you're talking to yourself. So being empowered in your food decisions really comes down to why are you wanting to make changes to your food decisions? I want you to ask yourself that. Why are you wanting to make changes to your food choices, to the types of foods you're eating, to the amount of food you're eating, to when you're eating food? Why is it that you want to make these changes? And then check in with yourself. How does that feel? That answer that came up, why you're wanting to do it. How does it feel? Do you feel good when you think about that why? Or does it have that ring of like, uh, you know, I'm, there's something wrong with me right now and I just have to try to fix it so I can be happy. That doesn't work, by the way. Weight loss doesn't make you happy. Changing the habits and the mindset and all the stuff I teach when I'm coaching physicians ultimately makes you happier, but it's not the scale number that makes you happier. The success and the feeling accomplished by reaching a goal can help you feel 
happy in the moment. But again, it's not the scale number that makes you feel happy. So when you're starting your weight loss journey, don't start it from a place of there's something wrong and I will feel happier when I'm over there on the other side of that fence. It just doesn't work. It's not effective. So why is it that you want to make changes to your food? What reasons can you come up with that resonate with you, that feel good for you, that feel empowering? Think it through. Why is it that you want to make changes to what you're eating? And I'm asking that question multiple times because I want you to ask it to yourself multiple times. See what comes up. I want you to ask yourself this question over the next days and weeks and see what comes up. Because once you know why you're wanting to make changes, then when you're having a discussion with yourself in the moment of a food decision, you're standing on a more a firmer, more positive, more compassionate standpoint. So the conversation when you're about to make a food decision, when you're having an empowered food decision, can sound like this. And this is literally how I talk to myself about food. <laughs> and I have... I have the conversation and I actually try to have these conversations before I encounter the food. If I can predict, like last night we had a get together over at friends' houses. I knew that there was going to be lots of chips and all other food. And so I had this conversation with myself before we ever went to decide how was I going to eat. The way the conversation goes is I can eat whatever I want. So I'm going to be exposed to this food or this food is in front of me and I absolutely could choose to eat it. But is that what I want to do today? Knowing that if I can choose to eat it, I can choose to eat it any time. So even if I decided not to eat it today and I really, really wanted it tomorrow, I absolutely could have it tomorrow because as an adult, I can choose to eat whatever food I want. But what is it that I want today? Is it the food? And it helps to walk through and go, okay, you know, if I do eat the food, what's going to be the impact? Yes, it'll taste good. Yes, it'll probably feel good in the immediate moment. But then what's going to be the impact? Because your brain will not tell you that piece on its own. You need to kind of check in with it and kind of lay it out more concretely than what your brain will say in the moment. In the moment, your brain will say the food is the fix. It's going to make everything great. Life will be fantastic. There will be butterflies and birds singing as soon as you eat this food, right? (laughs) But it's not true. The food feels good but for a short period of time, maybe minutes, maybe less, depending on the impact for you. And then what happens? And then you look at the other side. If I choose not to eat this food, why would that be? Why might I not actually want to have that immediate gratification from the food plus the consequences related to it? What might this path look like if I choose not to eat the food? And this path, your brain will tell you, is going to look like a lot of discomfort, that it's going to be so hard to say no and not eat the food. It's not true. You get to decide what it feels like to say no to a food. And then again, your brain's not going to tell you that, you know, an hour later, you may feel a lot better because you didn't eat that food. You may feel lighter, more energetic than if you had eaten the food. Your brain won't tell you that in the moment. So you say to yourself, I'm an adult, I can eat whatever food I want. Looking at this food choice or looking at this food event, if I choose A, which is to eat food that isn't going to help me with my weight loss, what would that look like? And follow it all the way down. Don't let your brain just stop. It's going to be amazing. Don't worry. It'll be super, super fun. (laughs) 
<laughs> push your brain a little further. And then on the other side, okay, what if I chose to not eat it today? Does not mean I can never have it. This is important because if we think that one food choice means we never ever get to make it, guess what? We're going to eat the food. That one food choice just means in this very moment, I'm deciding I don't need to eat that food. If in 15 minutes I decided I really did need it, as an adult, I could make that decision. If tomorrow I decided I really wanted it, as an adult, I could make that decision. But there's reasons why or why not I would make that decision. And so really working on why don't I want to just eat anything? Because a lot of us, if you're coming to weight loss, we've spent enough time of our life of eating pretty much whatever we wanted. Why don't you want to keep doing that? There are reasons or else you wouldn't be listening to this podcast. What are those reasons that make it so that you want to make the changes and you don't want to just eat everything that you come across? This is what you need to remind yourself of. So when I'm having this conversation in my own brain, often it has to do with like carbohydrates, often baked carbohydrates of some sort. And the discussion I have is, okay, I could totally eat that, but I'm not going to today because I don't really want how it's going to make me feel. That's the most common one I use. The other one is, you know, I've been working on being low carb and I don't want what it's going to do to my metabolism. That would be another reason why, even if it looks great and I'm sure it tastes good, I choose not to eat it. And I, this is really important, choosing to not be bothered when you choose not to eat it. That is a choice. It is not a given that you have to be bothered by saying no to food. You get to decide. You can just decide you're a person that can say no to food and not be bothered. It's absolutely within your realm. So decide why you don't want these foods, why you might choose not to eat the foods. Another reason might be, I could totally eat that, but today I'm not going to because I really want to reach my next goal. I could totally eat that, but today I'm not going to because I'm really enjoying the progress I've been making with my eating and my weight loss journey so far. I could totally eat that, but today I'm not going to because I want to honor myself and all the effort I've been putting into this. You can phrase it so many different ways, but for you, why might you say no to food in a way that feels good, a way that feels empowering, a way that strikes that balance where you don't have to worry about being permissive, where you honor the fact that yes, you absolutely could eat that food. Of course you can. We have free will. There's no point in telling ourselves we can't eat stuff. It doesn't work because we have free will. So honoring that piece of it, but then also really understanding why is it that you would say no? Why? Ask yourself that. Why is it that you would say no? Then you can take this another layer and be like, even if I was stressed, why would it be that I'd still choose to not eat the food? Even if I was really tired, what are some reasons I could use where I would still choose to not eat the food? And here's the other piece of it. And I mentioned this in other podcasts recently, but if you do decide to eat the food, then because you're an adult and you get to decide what food you eat, enjoy it. Give yourself permission to love the food that you're eating. Savor it. A lot of overeating is we want to enjoy the food. We think it's going to be delicious and we want it, but then we don't actually pay attention when we're eating it. So then our brain's like, well, didn't really match up. I think I need to 
like try it again. (laughs) Try and get that pleasure out of the food. And so if you're going to eat it, enjoy it, savor it, enjoy every bite that you choose to eat. Recognize that at any point you could choose to stop eating it. If it's not matching up, and I was talking about this yesterday with somebody, lots of the times the idea of the food is better than the actual food itself. And so giving yourself permission and being empowered that I can totally decide to eat that food. But if I'm eating it and I realize it's not as good as I thought it would be, I also can totally decide to stop mid-food, mid-portion, and not finish it. And that's okay too. As an adult, I get to decide whatever I want about the food that I eat. Can you see how empowering yourself in this way takes a lot of the strain and the willpower requirements and the back and forth tug of wars away from food choices? A lot of those, the experiences we expect when we're making food choices that are going to help us with our weight loss, a lot of them are born from diet culture, from the idea that there's only one way to eat to lose weight and it's this particular diet of this particular day is the only way to be successful and it's going to be hard work and we're going to have to really focus and and struggle with it but notice how changing the conversation in your mind around the food empowering yourself that you can eat whatever you want but then also having a set of reasons for yourself that you respect that honor you as an individual honor what your long-term goals are how it changes the feeling of making these decisions. The more you can take the struggle out of your food decisions, the more you can let them be simple, take the drama away, the easier it gets to stick to your plans to lose weight, the more consistent that you can be in your weight loss journey because you're not exerting energy all the time. Especially as physicians, when we expect ourselves to exert energy in order to make the food choices correct or to help us with our weight loss, then there will always be a week. There will always be a day where we don't have that extra energy to focus and exert on our weight loss. And so then it falls by the wayside. As much as possible, do the work. Notice how you're thinking about the choices you're making. Believe that you can change your experience of these choices by changing how you're thinking about them. Empower yourself to do this so that you're not always exerting energy when you're making food choices. All right. Send me any questions that you have. Remember to check out my Instagram and Facebook. Like I said, I'm really putting in effort to post more over there to do kind of behind the scenes of my life, as well as short tips that I think will be helpful outside of the podcast. So if you're listening to the podcast, you want to also follow me over there to get more tips, more help. I'm at Dr. Siobhan Key on both Instagram and Facebook. That's at D-R-S-I-O-B-H-A-N-K-E-Y. So follow me over there and then send me a DM and say hi. Tell me that you followed me based on me telling you about it on the podcast. I would love to hear from you. Any questions at all, send me an email at info at weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca or send me a DM. We'll talk to you soon. Have a great week. <music>